It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Kitts. All right, we haven't been on there for, on for a little bit. Had some uh, time off for good behavior. I don't know. Just time off. Sometimes we need to take a little break. Um, but, boy, have we got some movies for you. Uh, Richard and I have gone to see a couple of films. We're going to talk about these, these two movies. Um, we're saving our... Our big Ghostbusters show for next week to make sure everybody's gone and seen it because we want to talk about it with spoilers. Um, then that'll give everybody another week uh, to go see Ghostbusters. So just understand next week's show is going to be a full-on discussion of Ghostbusters uh, with with spoilers. So just understand that before you watch, listen to us next week. But this week we got a couple really good little movies. Um, Richard and I went to see Belfast. Uh, Belfast is a movie uh, made by Kenneth Branagh. It's kind of a personal film for him. Um, <clears throat> it's not really a movie we usually review for, for the podcast, but um, I'm going to say that I really love this movie uh, just because it, it is sort of a, a, a personal movie for, for Kenneth Branagh, you know, growing up in Northern Ireland. It's about a kid growing up in Northern Ireland um, in the late 60s, and it's during the whole Protestant-Catholic uh, war that was going on in Northern Ireland at the time. Um, and it's about how his parents, he and his parents got out, and um, there are people that got out, and there are people that stayed. Um, I really like this movie. What do you think, Richard? Uh, well... I think it was uh, really well written, really well shot, uh, really well acted, and I think it's probably one of the best films of the year. And also, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could. I, I mean, it, it's one of those films where you recognize this is an excellent film, but it it it, it may not, it may or may not be for you. Yeah, it's not for everybody, um, but it is a beautiful film. It has great messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved the message in the film. It was really about family and about, you know, do you, um, do you go and uproot yourself from uh, a place that you love or a place that you grew up to go off someplace that's foreign and strange and, you know, start a new life if the place where you're living is really, really bad. And, and the place where they were living at the time was a really kind of a dangerous place. There was a lot of uh, unrest and a lot of people that were, you know, the job market was just about nothing. And and on top of that, you had the Protestants and Catholics that were at each other's throats. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it, was a, it was a pretty horrible time to live. But in that horrible time to live, Brana creates this place that's really kind of beautiful and magical, you know, um, and there's some real heartfelt drama with, uh, you know, his grandfather and, you know, it, it's just, I, I don't know. It was just a really sweet movie. Yeah. It's um, got, it's got a great cast as, a mm-hmm. the grandfather played by Kieran Hines. Um, uh, yeah, Judy Dench in there, mm-hmm. uh, playing the grandmother and you had, uh, 
uh, what's his name? Jamie Dorman. Dorman. Yeah. Dorman. Yeah, Jamie Dorman. Um, which I don't. I know he's been in a lot of other stuff, but the only thing I've ever watched, I've ever seen him in, is that TV show Once Upon a Time where he played the woodsman yeah. slash sheriff of the town. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, him and uh, oh, who else was it? I, the actress that played the mother. I've never heard of her before or ever yeah, seen her in anything a, she's before. She's a pretty so big name. Big name in Ireland. England, okay. So okay. Um, yeah. The. I thought there was some cute stuff in there, like uh, the boy, uh, what was his name, was it, was it Body? Bobby. Bobby. Okay, I thought yeah. it was Body. Yeah, Like Bobby. Bodie or Body. Um, there's like a thing where he's like reading a comic book and it's Thor. It's like, ha <laughs> because <laughs> Kenneth Branagh directed Thor. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there were some cute little nods and stuff, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I felt like that the scene at the very end where they're having to leave and, um, you know, Dame Judy Dench does just an amazing job of being that grandmother that's left behind, and 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 you know it's it's really hard to watch that, you know, because you know they're leaving and they're not going to come back for a while. Um, and it's you know it's always hard to go visit people that are far away, even if it's just across the channel. You know, it's mm-hmm. still it's still really difficult to you know visit people, especially if you don't have really a, you know a large income, you know. Uh, traveling far distances is pretty expensive, so people like that would not probably be able to visit one another very much. So, um, and not like uh, certainly not like they were because they were all kind of living in the same house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the next movie we want to talk about, what's the next movie we want to talk it about? It is Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon yeah, City. Yeah, welcome, welcome to Raccoon City. All right, so Here, here's what I'll say about this movie up front. <laughs> Is is it a good movie? No. Is no. is 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 the seat? Is it? Does it have? Is it cheap? Yes. The CGI is pretty bad in parts. Uh-huh. Did I like the movie? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I found it extremely entertaining, even though it's a terrible movie with poor production values. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll just have to admit that going into this movie, I've never really played a Resident Evil game. Um, and I think that's probably why the movie was lost on me because I just didn't, I could not, I just couldn't get, I couldn't, none of the characters really made me feel for them. You know, I didn't really feel like that they were that important. Well, they were really trying, just trying to capture the the characters from the games. And the thing about the Resident Evil games, they're very popular and stuff. And the, you know the storylines get more complex as they go on, as the series goes on. But early days, it is just a horror survival game. You're getting your character, the characters are going from point A to point B. That is mm-hmm. the goal and surviving. And uh, I think they did portray most of the characters pretty well. Wesker was a little different, um, but they kind of, you know, the one, the biggest one I was kind of scratching my head over was Leon S. Kennedy. I was like, they made him like this incompetent moron, and I don't understand the 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 filmmaker's direction why why he took that character in that direction when he was doing so well yeah. with the other characters, making them you know very faithful to their portrayals in the games. Yeah, um, I just I just couldn't get into this movie at all. I mean, I just really I there's parts of the film where I was like. Where are we going now? I'm not really sure what's going on. I, you know, I was confused by some stuff. 
Um, I get that it's a survival game thing, but you know, you've got to make me feel for these characters. I didn't feel for any of them. I didn't think that they were, you know, they were all kind of cliche and, you know, just like you got the, the grumpy, uh, sheriff guy that's in charge of the police station and you've got who, well, you know, what was the guy that plays, um, the guy that played the sheriff in the film? Oh, Donald Logue. Donald Logue. I mean, I always yeah. loved Donald Logue anyway. I mean, you know, I, but he's basically Bullock, but just kind of amped up in this movie. Um, and kind of more of a jerk than Bullock is. Uh, he, you know, it's, I just couldn't, I'm sorry, I just could not feel for any of these people. I didn't care whether they lived or died. I, I just, it didn't, there was no, there were no stakes for me. You know, at watching this. Well, that um, that I, so. I think this is geared more towards fans of the game, even mm-hmm. though, like I said, they the really weird choice they went with Leas Leon Kennedy. That was I don't know why he why the director did that, but um, yeah, it is geared more towards. There's all this stuff in there. You can point out like itchy, scratchy uh, <laughs> on the door, and uh, there's an old thing where, where he's playing the piano. Yeah, I had to have that explained to me, because yeah. I was like, what is that itchy, scratchy business? And Richard's like, oh, that's in the game. I'm like, oh, okay. Because um, I had no idea what that was. They are trying to condense the first two games in it and into the one film, which didn't work. Certain parts just didn't really work there, but mm. I think they should have focused just on the events of the first game. Yeah. Just focused on them going into the mansion and focused on the mansion. Yeah, yeah um, But But I thought that they did... Most of the characters, they did really well. Uh, mostly Claire Redfield. She was she was spot on in this. Yeah, I okay. thought I think they did great with her. But, but saying all that, I understand. I knew there wasn't... Mostly people are going to die because there's... there's Five characters in this film from the from the games you know are not going to die if you know the games. So I knew most of these characters were going to die. I knew all the other characters that weren't those five characters are probably going to die. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I did find it very entertaining. Even if, even if the story wasn't there, um, wasn't real complex or anything, the characters weren't real deep, it was... Uh, I found a lot of the, 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 the action and some of the gore and everything very entertaining. Well, I'm going to, and then I want to use this opportunity to shift to our next movie because the next movie that we watched was also kind of a zombie movie. Well, we didn't give our reviews for oh, the we other did. two films. Well, we, we can come back to that. Okay, all right. Um, but I think the, the next movie that we watched was in my opinion a much much better zombie <laughs> yeah. movie. It was really great, and it's called Black Friday. Um, and you know, hey, we just went through Black Friday, but it's a satire of shoppers on Black Friday in kind of a zombie movie uh, motif. Um, it stars Bruce Campbell. It's Bruce it, Campbell. It, uh, it's Michael it, Jai White, Devin Sawa. Oh man. So this is basically the story of this toy store where it's Black Friday and they're all there to be for Black Friday, but there's like a meteor shower that turns people into monsters, these horrifying zombies that are kind of like Resident Evil zombies because they they mutate kind of like those zombies do. Um and uh it it was just it's really funny. It's really funny. We laughed all the way through it. Um, and it, you know, it's a satire. There's some, 
There's some political stuff, barely. It's just like one little line. Um, but the most, in the most part, it's basically just about like, okay, if you've ever worked retail at a store like, you know, a big box store like Walmart or Toys R Us, God rest its soul, Toys R Us. That's, Toys R Us. This is basically what it was. It was called We Love Toys, but it was Toys R Us. <laughs> it was I Toys R Us. I mean, it was the same kind of logo and the shape of the store and everything was the same. <laughs> the best toy they had though was that bear. Uh yeah, uh Dower Dennis. <laughs> Dower Dennis. It's always bear. saying something depressing. Yeah, like it would go, I just got divorced. It's <laughs> just saying all this really horrible stuff. But uh Bruce Campbell plays the um the the store manager and he's the the hard nosed guy who's like, you know, all about the store and it's all that matters. because um, he has no life otherwise. And it's like every, you know, kind of cliche thing that you have in those kind of stores, things that you know, you know, characters that you always experience when you work in a store like that, you know, like the brown nosing, you know, manager, manager's assistant and the, uh, the one employee that's always trying to climb the ladder. So she's employee of the month, like every single month. And you got the one guy that's like the older guy that probably should move on to a different job but doesn't do it. I mean, it's all these people are like people that you encounter in those kind of jobs. And it's just it was just so, so spot on on that on that count. And it's it's really funny. I mean, the special effects are a little low budget. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it really hits on all cylinders. I think it's really... It was yeah, really I really wanted to see this in theaters, but they just... they. <laughs> They none of the theaters in the area were showing it. It's too bad so, because it would it plays it would play really. But good you know on it was screen. on Voodoo, so I was like, I'll rent it. It's seven bucks. Yeah, it was worth the seven bucks. Totally worth I, the seven. It bucks. was really funny. Um, and you know, uh, even though it's really low budget, Robert Kurtzman's shop worked on it. His mm-hmm. preacher shop worked on it. Bruce Campbell was a was a producer on it. Yeah. So, um, but it's really great. You should check it out. Um, okay, so let's go back and review these two movies. Give our, 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 our I'm going to go ahead and give, I mean, good grief. I'm going to give uh, Belfast five stars for me, mm. just for me. But Richard's going to give it less. Mm. I'm just, trying to I'm trying to think of how to rate this because, like I said, it's an excellent movie. And I, yeah. and I don't disagree with your five-star rating, but also this just wasn't for me. As, as, so yeah, probably, so if I'm looking at it objectively, like just as... The film, not whether I like it or not. I guess I would give it five stars. Uh-huh. But as far as... I would give it three as it just didn't connect with me. Yeah. So, that well. So, um... Somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say uh, just three for my enjoyment of it. But five out of five yeah. for, for uh, the quality. Yeah. Okay. So, Resident Evil... Uh, Welcome to Raccoon Welcome City. Welcome to Raccoon City. That, um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Because I enjoyed it. Okay. I want to go with two stars. The reason I'm going to go with two stars is because I just couldn't get into it. And, I, and and it wasn't because I couldn't get into it. It was because they needed to do more with making you care about these characters. That, you know, for especially for the casual audience. You know, the casual audience is going to watch this movie. People that don't play video games or have never played that video game before. Um, and maybe have seen the other movies, which it's, and again, I'm not, I don't like the other movies either, but I mean, it's nothing like the Mila Jovovich movies at all. I mean, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with those. 
Which um, is, which in my which opinion, is fine. Which in my opinion, because those is movies a good aren't good either. I, I don't like no, those. That's movies a good either. thing. He he wasn't Paul W. S. Anderson. He was not making Resident Evil movies for no. fans. He was making no. movies for his wife to star in. Yeah. And when he did have Resident Evil characters in there, he would kill them off or just treat them stupidly. Yeah. Like he didn't care about the characters at but all. But again, this I mean, the movie has to make me care about it, and I just didn't care about any of these people. I was, you know, I was. Uh, as a matter of fact, there were some parts I was like. Just kind of laughing about. It. I mean, it was entertaining, but it just wasn't. I don't know. It just wasn't. Uh, wasn't a strong enough movie for a three star. I think it's more like a two. But anyway, that's just it. Well, tis tis the uh, subjectivity of a film. Sure. And uh, sure. you know we we you know it connects with people in different ways. People yep. have different experiences. True. True. So. Um, all right. So. Um, those three movies for you. Go check them out. Um, the two oh, first five, two. Oh, five out of five for for Black Friday. Oh yeah. Oh, Definitely. that was that was yeah, yeah hands thoroughly down. entertaining. Five out of five. It hits on all the cylinders. It's really funny and great. And you're, you ought, and it's definitely worth the seven. Yeah, bucks just to just rent. go rent it on Vudu or yeah. or Google wherever. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, next week we're going to talk about Ghostbusters, and it is going to be uh, spoilery. So I just want to let you know that. We are going to review another movie uh, and let you know about a movie that you've probably never heard of, um, Made in Italy. Uh, so tune in next week. Uh, until then, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Rich Coots.